Welcome to the True Beauty Brooklyn podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth Taylor. I'm also your host, Alex Shapiro. And today we're talking about a very, very true passion of mine, natural deodorant. (laughs) It's important to me. I know. And is it weird that I started calling (laughs) natural deodorants Natty Dio's all week? (laughs) Every, uh, I don't know if you saw, but I think this template is called Natty Dio's. And I was like, I don't think the beauty baddies are going to appreciate that. So we'll go with natural deodorants. But yeah, today you're going to come with us on a deep dive into natural deodorants. And we're going to learn exactly what is considered natural and talk about the difference between natural versus aluminum free versus antiperspirants. I think when you texted me a few days ago, you were like, oh, I have a Natty Dio for you to try. And I knew exactly what you were talking about. I knew that you would. I knew exactly. I knew that you would. I appreciate you, Shapiro. (laughs) This episode, we're going to be teaching you what the benefits are of using a natural deodorant over using traditional deodorants, especially antiperspirants. And also just what ingredients that you'll find in natural deodorants, what ingredients to look for, and the harmful ones that you want to keep an eye out for in traditional deodorants. And then we're going to wrap up with some of our favorite brands and products, which I'm very excited about because y'all know that I'll take any excuse to buy and try products for the beauty baddies. I was going to say for the true beauties. Y'all are that too. So anyway, I've been testing four deodorants for y'all. And honestly, I've been testing six if you include the ones that do nothing for a sweaty bitch trying to make it through August in New York City without offending everyone around you. So yeah, I've got three winners that I'm going to share with everybody. And it's going to be a great episode. I'm very excited. Before we get started, Shapiro... What's been up with you this week? What's going on? It's really funny that there are two people who call me by my last name and it's you and Lumi, the tailor that I go to. (laughs) It's you and like a 70 year old Albanian man. Yeah. Who tailors my clothing. I am an old man. (laughs) (laughs) You are an old man. Um, What's going on with me? Not too much. I'm like gearing up for my father-in-law's wedding, which will be interesting. It's in a few weeks. And this weekend, my husband's aunt and uncle were visiting who I've never met and who he hasn't seen since he was a teenager because they live out of the country. But it was really fun spending time with them. They're really cool. Also, his aunt casually was like, yeah, we had to leave for six weeks, even though we have this Ukrainian family staying with us. And I was like, wait, what? They have Ukrainian families and refugees staying with them. Yeah, I know. I thought that was really, really nice. And they said it so casually. I'm like, that's a big deal. Well, I also love that they are. I mean, obviously, if you're going to invite a family into your home, you're a very trusting person. But like, I love that they're just like, yeah, they're just staying there while we're gone. Just like, hey, guys, take the house for a while. We'll be back. (laughs) I know. I was like, what? They're gone for six weeks. But honestly, for that family, too, is it must like imagine if you lost everything and you're staying at somebody else's home. Like, girl, you know, I love my cousin. But you know when she comes here and by day four, you're like, so how is she? And I'm like, girl, I got to get out. I got this. This girl needs to go home. So it's like, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. But also you feel that like Cheyenne knows when it's time to go home. I love her. But like you feel that too. So what I'm saying is the family probably feels like, oh man, we can just like relax. Like just be in this home. It's not like not being on top of everybody else. And they probably also knew that like, but let's just give these people our home for a few weeks so that they can just be like, just rest. Because your adrenaline is already, I mean, it's a time of war. Your fucking nervous system is off, like, the charts already. So maybe just, like, have this little bit of time to feel somewhat normal. That's awesome. It's true. Uh, But we had a lot of fun with them. I just feel like I'm, as of today, like, feeling normal again. I was just, like, exhausted. Because they're in their 60s. But I I feel like some people come to visit New York and you're, especially if they're a little bit older or they live somewhere where you don't, like, walk a ton. Nobody walks as much as we do, dude. Nobody. It's true. So I really didn't know what to expect. I'm like, are they going to be okay with like walking a lot or what's the deal? But they totally were. And they also, first of all, his uncle had never been to New York City. And they stayed with a friend in New Jersey for a couple of days and then stayed in the financial district at a friend's place. And even they were making fun of how their friend in New Jersey was like, oh, it's dangerous in the city. Be careful. Like everyone who hasn't been to the city in a long time just thinks that it's like this crazy place. And I loved that even though they were from out of town, they knew that how funny that is because they're like, we feel totally fine walking alone at night. Did he think that it was dangerous like since the pandemic or just because it's New York City? Yes. No, yes. I know you can't listen to the news. The news is so like just 
Yeah. That's their job is to scare everybody. It's so true. So I was just like, oh, my God, I'm glad that you guys have, like, seen for yourself firsthand. Also, they're dealing with a a refugee family who is literally coming from war. They understand the difference between, like, perceived danger and actual danger, it seems like. (laughs) Honestly. Honestly. But, yeah, I feel like they had a lot of energy and I was exhausted. (laughs) (laughs) Sunday night when we went out. I don't know. I thought we were just going for drinks. Then before you know it, we're all eating dim sum in Chinatown. The next day, I was so overly salted from all the dim sum (laughs) that I felt hungover. Yeah. (laughs) But that's pretty much it. Oh, that's great. That's my current life. What about you? Did you tell the peoples about your niece already? I did. He's 12 days old. Wow. What is time? That's wild. What the fuck is time? But he's very cute. I saw him today for a second. Well, babies. He's just a milk monster, as Lacey calls him. (laughs) She's like, he's just on my fucking tit all the time. <laughs> She's like, he's sweet during the day and then nighttime comes and he's just like, it's insane. So weird. A milk monster. It is weird. It is weird. weird. He had like some dried milk on him before, but he can't take a real <laughs> bath yet. <laughs> so she just like wipes him down. My sister used to talk about like the baby will get milk drunk. Like they just drink so much and they just like pass out. Oh my God. Yeah, that happened earlier. Like all of a sudden he's eating milk and then all of a sudden his neck is back and he's just like, <laughs> like mouth open. It's crazy. It's hilarious. Babies. Oh, that's cute. Um, yeah. What have you been up to? So I have. All right. Well, I'm excited because actually by the time this comes out, this will already have happened. And so I'm assuming that there's maybe going to be a live stream or something because, you know, my dumbass, I was just not going to say anything. But then that's kind of. <laughs> <laughs> so um, one of our listeners, uh, Kelly Depsey, works at Berkeley College, which is the business college here in New York, the CUNY business. And she reached out to me a couple of weeks ago to be um, a panelist on their Women's Entrepreneur Week panel. (laughs) Well, it's like Women's Entrepreneur Week. They have a keynote speaker. They're doing a bunch of different things. And so she asked if I would be involved um, on their panel. So that's going to be next Tuesday. And I'm excited because Shapiro, I mean, look, anybody who's listening knows that a bitch loves to talk and that I've been trying to talk for a living for a very long time. (laughs) This sounds great. Yeah, I'm nervous, but I'm excited. And today we had like a little Zoom chat about like what to expect and the types of questions that they were going to ask and who was going to be in the audience. And I just felt like really excited. I don't know. I've been connecting with tons of entrepreneurs lately, like, you know, between Goldman Sachs and like now this and the other women on the panel are just so incredible. I'm really excited to. I don't know. I'm just really excited. I'm excited to do this. I'm excited to learn about them. I already have an outfit. You know, I already have an outfit, girl. Of course. Yeah. So I'm excited. So anyway, if you um, want to, I guess, see me do that. If you want to see the other ladies that are going to be a part of this, y'all see enough of me. You can go to berkeleycollege.edu slash W-E-W. Um, it's B-E-R-K-E-L-E-Y college. And it's uh, at Berkeley College. The hashtag is W-E-W 2022. So check your girl out being a fucking panelist. Super cool. You know, I'm excited. It's going to be fun. So, um, Shapiro, can I tell you about how I came into the natural deodorant world? I was wondering because I feel like I have a little bit of a story if you want to hear that real quick. Okay, tell us. So I think it was right before I met Kyle. So it was over 10 years ago. This is when I was like heavy in my hippie phase. Like when Kyle met me, I had a full fucking bush. I had underarm hair. Really? Yeah. Kyle really loves you, girl. He's like, I love that smell. I will say say one day, like a few years into dating, we were all upstate at my friend's family's house and we're all in the pool, like getting drunk, having fun. And we were just talking about body hair. And I was like, yeah, when I first started dating Kyle, like I had a full bush and I didn't even know Kyle was behind me. I just hear, yeah, you did. (laughs) And And I was like, wow, like I didn't realize that you even cared that much because you didn't never acted like you did. But yeah, I would just like wax the sides and have like a full fucking bush. But anyway, I feel like when you're into hippie shit, there's so many different parts of it. And natural body products are one of them. It's just kind of like a a, no pun intended, a natural progression Mm -hmm. that either you're not wearing any deodorant or you're wearing natural deodorant. Mm. And me being someone who, like, didn't want to walk around smelling like total shit, (laughs) I (laughs) opted 
to wear natural deodorant. And I tried a bunch. And at the time, also, like my budget for spending money on body care items was not very big. But I remember one of the deodorants that I tried, which I still use. Mm. It still works for me this many years later is La Vanilla. They had sold it at Sephora. That was one of the first natural deodorant brands that I feel like went a little mainstream Mm -hmm. because they sold it at Sephora. And I think it was $16 at the time or $14. And I remember being like, "Uh, I usually buy the $1.99 Suave deodorant. Like, what am I doing? But I treated myself and I never looked back. I had done so much research and I saw just how the chemicals in regular deodorants could really. And this goes to say, like, with so many products that are like natural is better. This one just made sense to me because of how where it's where your underarms are located, how you have lymph nodes right there. It just seems like, "Mm, yeah, and it's near your breasts. Like, I just feel like that's not an area where you should be using crazy chemicals. So... I tried La Vanilla and I never looked back. That's pretty much my story as to how I got into natural deodorants. And also when Kyle and I started dating, I found out he used natural deodorant. Mm. And we're just two natural deodorant people together. But why don't you tell me about your journey? Like, how did you get into it? Wait, first I've got a question. Sure. How did that go when you found out that Kyle used natural deodorant? Because you did tell me that it was one of the reasons you fell in love with him, I think. Is that true? (laughs) Were you being facetious? I don't know. I don't know about that, but I definitely liked that because, again, I was really into hippie stuff. And I liked that even though he didn't seem like he'd be into that, he was and is. It's because of his mom, though, I found out. Great moms. She's the one that got him into natural deodorant. She's kind of a hippie, my mother-in-law. But I don't know that it made me fall in love with him. But sure, I like that you have that idea in your head. Yeah, his love of natural deodorant just made me fall for him. That's what I picture. I picture him coming to get you on a surfboard with like natural deodorant. Smelling like shit. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. But I feel like that is um, a bit of a myth that like you smell bad when you use natural deodorant. But we could talk about that later. For sure. Anyway, why don't you tell us about how you started using natural Natty Dio? All right. Well, I love that you transitioned from it's a myth that if you use natural deodorant, you smell bad because um, that's kind of how my journey started. I'm going to tell y'all. So you guys know that I'm allergic to fucking everything, everything. A bitch in June is the worst waking up every morning with finding some allergy or, you know, swollen face or a hive. So metals are one of the things that I'm allergic to. So, you know, a lot of people who have eczema can also be allergic to metals. But for me, it's so bad that like if I am wearing a pair of jeans, the back of the button where the metal is touches my stomach, like I'll get a rash right there. And so the same thing like with jewelry, which is why I've become a bougie bitch, because my body just rejects a lot of (laughs) fake things, specifically like fake metals and stuff. So knowing this, like, Because, again, I like things. So my whole life, I would always try to wear costume jewelry and I would always get these terrible rashes. And so specifically during the summer, I would notice that I would get this terrible rash on my underarm, both my underarms, and be itchy and really painful. And it was only during the summer. And then one day I was walking to work and a bitch. All right, let me back up again. Y'all know that I'm a sweaty hoe, right? (laughs) Like... My ex used to say that I looked like Pat Ewing in the fourth quarter in the middle of the night. But this also goes for any day between July and August where I have to be out of the house between like 12 and four. Pat Ewing in the fourth quarter, just dripping sweat everywhere. (laughs) So um, I always use like really strong antiperspirants, right? So anyway, one summer walking to work as a bartender, I've got this terrible rash in my underarms and I started to put two and two together and realize like, oh, this is the same rash that I get when I wear fake jewelry. And from there, it wasn't in the same exact moment, but I realized like, oh, fuck, it's the aluminum. It's the aluminum in this deodorant that's giving me this terrible rash. And so from there, I went on my journey to kind of like figuring out, well, what does that mean? Do you know, what does that look like for me? First of all, you you know my dumbass. Everybody listening to this knows my dumbass. Did I just go and buy a natural deodorant like a normal person? No. I thought it'd be better to make my own. In August. In New York City. I just told y'all about Pat Ewing in the fourth quarter, right? So we know where I'm coming from with this. And yeah, so at first I just thought like, you know, I went on the internet and I did some Googling. I was like, oh, I'll just use like lavender essential oil and like baking soda. And I was walking through the streets like, why does New York smell so bad this summer? What's going on? Like, what is happening? And it's like, bitch, it's you. It's you. And so I bring that up because I don't stink anymore. Shapiro, do I stink? You're I've never me. smelled you. 
Thank smell you. I appreciate bad. it. Thanks. I don't smell that bad. <laughs> Unless I've been walking all through the streets and it's August and July. But I say this because, like, you know, Alex and I were just talking about, like, the myth is that you smell because you sweat, whereas you really don't smell because you sweat. You smell because sweat touches bacteria. And especially if you don't, you know, shave your underarms or whatever. Again, we don't care. We're body hair agnostic. But if you do choose to keep your hair, you're more than likely going to attract bacteria once you start to sweat. And that's what causes body odor. So with that being said, Mm. we've got all the ways to make y'all be fly with natural deodorant. First of all, I found the bougie shit. I found the beautiful, bougie um, antiperspirants that don't have baking soda and don't have any of the terrible ingredients that we're about to tell you about and don't have aluminum and they smell great and they look beautiful. My one I just started putting in my bag and carrying it around because I love it that much. Y'all are going to find out at the end of the episode. Wow. We did that for you. I'm also going to tell y'all about the ones that don't work. The real, if you a stinky sweaty bitch, it ain't for you. Um, But before we jump in, (laughs) let's take a little break. We'll be right back. See you after the break. Welcome back. <laughs> hey. So uh, let's transition to the beauty baddie moment of the week. And the beauty baddie moment of the week is a terrible name for my favorite segment. And it's where we recap a moment during the week when we felt beautiful in a non-traditional way. And today, finally, because y'all are the fucking best. I knew you'd come through. We have a letter from our beauty baddies. A beauty baddie. Alex. The title of this letter is Karina with three exclamation points. <laughs> And it's from Cassie. Cassie writes, Hi, ladies. You both bring me so much joy. I've never felt conventionally beautiful, and your podcast has made me realize that's more than okay. Unconventional can be beautiful, too. My beauty baddie moment of the week is after listening to your pod, I went right to Karina's website and bought the raw obsidian ring. Her work is so inspiring, and I was overjoyed to purchase indigenous art. I'm so lucky to teach an Okonomowoc Wisconsin, where I get to teach indigenous history and culture in two different classes at the high school. That's awesome. I love you ladies so much. Keep killing it. Love, Cassie. What a cool letter. I love that she bought a piece of Karina's work. And I love that this person gets to teach indigenous history and culture. I love How this. How fucking cool I is that? I loved this letter. So in case you um, haven't listened to it yet... Cassie's talking about episode 121, Fashion, Sustainability, Climate, and Social Justice with Karina Emmerich. And that just came out a few weeks ago. And this was honestly, like I keep telling our producer, this is one of my favorite episodes because Karina is such a fucking badass. But when, you know, years ago when we were first thinking of the show and like what it would look like, these are the types of conversations that I really hope to have and the type of women that I wanted to like meet and bring into my circle and then like bring to whoever our community would be. And now it turns out our community is beauty baddies and we got them all. I'm just so excited. It's just working. It's working. And Cassie, you're a fucking baddie. Y'all know Karina's a baddie. I don't have to tell you, but I love this letter. Thank you for writing in. So sweet. And thanks for supporting one of our guests. And thanks for supporting one of our guests. And I do have to say, y'all support all of our guests. I don't I don't think I Truly. ever say this actually, but every single guest that comes on will always say how incredible our audience is, how you guys reach out to them, you buy products, you go to you go in physically, you tell like you guys are just so fucking great. You're the best. You're the best. The beauty baddies are just the best and we love you. And that's why we're always saying write to us. Tell us your beauty baddie moments of the week. Like we want to hear from you because we know that you're out there. Y'all come in. Y'all come and see us, which is like I had a beauty baddie uh, book a virtual consultation for microblading the other day and she was like my daughter and I love your show and I'm moving her to New Jersey so I was like I'm gonna go see Elizabeth and get my brows done. I was like, <laughs> that's so cute she's so cute and like oh she's I'm just so I'm really just I don't want to say anything without sounding cheesy brightened my day Aww, it was that's it was awesome so cute. yeah it was really awesome so thank you guys we love you write us in um, or DM us, TrueBeautyBrooklynPodcast at gmail.com or at TrueBeautyBrooklynPodcast, your listener letters or your beauty baddie moments of the week. We'll always answer your listener letters, but more so like I just love to hear how y'all are killing it in the world and feeling great and beautiful because that's all I want to do is make y'all feel great and beautiful. That's sweet. All right, let's transition into Natty Dio's. 
Let's do it. Okay, so to start, I feel like after researching this topic on the interwebs, <laughs> I need to tell non-beauty professionals a little thing thing because there are some words that we do not use in the beauty industry as beauty professionals because they nasty. <laughs> they nasty. And I'm gonna go, I'm gonna tell you two of my least favorite right now. And I know Shapiro has got a list of her own because she started to tell me and I said, girl, save it for the podcast. <laughs> Let the people know. So since we're gonna be talking about this all day, the first thing I need you to know is that ain't nobody got an armpit. There's no pits on our bodies. You do have an underarm though. An underarm, doesn't that just sound so nice? It's your arm, it's underneath. It doesn't have any negative connotation. Just drop the pit talk. <laughs> It's an underarm. I know. I hate Something it. about the word armpit is just a pit. It's like it's it's clearly to me a, a name that was like made up by a man. A pit. Nothing on me is a pit. Yeah. Nothing on me is anything but gorgeous. I don't know what it is. I definitely don't like that word, especially when people use it to describe an area they want to get waxed. Like in that context specifically, <laughs> it's a little less annoying to me when people just say like oh my armpits smell i still don't like Oof. it but well it's because it doesn't involve you that's you're like that's your business <laughs> I, I guess. no I guess. no 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 we are all better than that and moving forward i know that y'all aren't gonna have any pits here's the next thing that we don't do and it's, it doesn't pertain to today but since we're on the topic i thought i would throw it in there we don't pluck our eyebrows ain't no chickens here we're beautiful beauty baddies <laughs> You tweeze your eyebrows, you can thread your eyebrows, but ain't nobody plucking nothing. You're not a string, you're not a chicken. So let's stop with the plucking of our eyebrows. Pluck. Pluck. The word pluck. I pluck my eyebrows it's a sometimes. Oh, negative. I don't like these negative words when we're talking about uh, caring for ourselves, beautifying ourselves. Okay, well, my pet peeve is... Oh, when people refer to their labia as their lips. <laughs> and I do know uh, <laughs> that the word labia, I think can be interchangeable with lip. Like when you think of um, like your labial folds. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I just feel like call them what they are, which is labia. I can't handle when a client's like, can you wax the hair off my lips? It in just, that voice <laughs> what well, we were saying before it's like lips it's like a, it's like a slang word it's like not quite as bad as it's not slang like pussy but it's not it ain't labia either <laughs> it's just funny it's like and what's funny is sometimes people will say it and I'll look at their mouth yeah you're right the lips. first thing I think of is their lips? And I'm like, wait. Okay, but wait. Like, oh. Wait, 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 wait. But if you've got a butt cheek, why wouldn't you have labial lips? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, people can say whatever they want, but if you're around me, please call them labia. Look, if you're listening to this podcast, ain't no lips when we're talking about your vagine, ain't no plucking, ain't no pits. I think it also think, seems like something like a man made up. Yes, years all three ago. of these words are negative words that relate to women taking care of their bodies or their bodies, period. And we don't talk about ourselves like this. We know we're goddesses. I smell a man. Yeah. I smell, <laughs> I smell a, man. a man behind these words. Is this like Shakespeare? That motherfucker just keep coining words. <laughs> He's like, and then... He's like, green-eyed monster and lips. <laughs> and lips. <laughs> Now that we got that out of the way. Yes. Okay. So next order of business. So aside from all of the terrifying facts that we're going to share with you about ingredients in unnatural deodorant and antiperspirants that disrupt your hormones or even your neurological functions or at the least causing uncomfortable contact dermatitis, know that you will never be stinky Elizabeth circa 2012. <laughs> Because we're going to set you up for success today. <laughs> oh, it's true. I wouldn't do that for you, to you guys. We really wouldn't. And that's actually why I'm very excited. I've got extensive knowledge in this. And also, um, I'm going to try and throw in a little bit about underarm detox. Because mm. when I was talking to a friend of mine about sweating and about, you know, switching into natural deodorants, 
they brought up an underarm detox. And I thought, well, bitch, it's been a while since you did that. And I did it. And guess what? Sweet as roses, smelling even better than before. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to touch on Yum. that. And in the That's least, weird. I'll throw it on the Instagram, some different recipes that you guys can use. Fun. Sweet. So first and foremost, what even qualifies as a natural deodorant? Wait, before we even talk about that, Shapiro, what's a regular deodorant? Like what's in Old Spice or Secret or a fucking degree? Okay, so let me give it to you straight, not just from what's in my little brain. (laughs) So according to Wikipedia, a deodorant is a substance applied to the body to prevent or mask body odor due to bacterial breakdown of perspiration or vaginal secretions. For example, in the armpits, groin or feet. First of all, Wikipedia didn't get our message about armpits, so y'all don't listen to them about that word yeah fuckers (laughs) a subclass of deodorants called antiperspirants prevents sweating itself typically by blocking sweat glands which which just like sounds bad right Mm -hmm. like let's block these sweat glands that really need to not be blocked and (laughs) antiperspirants are used on a wider range of body parts at any place where sweat would be inconvenient or unsafe since unwanted sweating can interfere with comfort vision grip due to slipping other types of deodorant allow sweating, but prevent bacterial action on sweat, since human sweat only has a noticeable smell when it's decomposed by bacteria. Blech. Yes. And we should also mention that, you know, Alex and I are skincare professionals, and we always like to go back to the function of the skin because our skin has several functions, and one of them is excretion of toxins. And this is exactly what Wikipedia is telling us that deodorants are kind of stopping. Antiperspirants specifically are stopping us from doing is excreting the toxins through our sweat that um, we naturally need to be getting rid of or vaginal sweat turns out. As Shapiro just laid out for us, it's the introduction of bacteria to our sweat that creates the smell of body odor. And so since bacteria love to hang out in our body hair, the job of hair is to help keep bacteria away from the inside of our body. So... You know that we're a body hair agnostic podcast and we really don't give a shit what you do with your body hair. But I do always know when it's time for me to wax my underarms again, not because I actually take a look, but because I start to smell a little bit different. And I think that bacteria is hanging out on my underarms and they probably have some hair. That's just something to kind of keep in mind that once you start this natural deodorant sort of journey, you know, there's a lot of different things that can be hindering or could help you feel like a normal person. And when I say a normal person, I mean smell the way that you used to smell when you used the degree. But seriously, though, aside from your body actually rejecting the ingredients, if you have such an issue controlling your sweat, why not just use a traditional deodorant and not worry about it, right? If we take it back to our episode 105, hippie shit, when we did our hippie shit series, this was the minerals and clays episode where we learned about the ways that the earth is essentially trying to kill us because (laughs) it's not any one toxin like only the aluminum or only the petroleum which are in traditional deodorants the problem with toxins is that most of them don't enter the body suddenly but it's the accumulation of them over years and years of use so environmental toxins are mostly man-made synthetic substances that become toxic to humans and animals when they enter the body in quantities that are either dangerous or they have the potential to accumulate and change bodily functions And think about like you're wearing an antiperspirant or a deodorant every single day. Most people Mm -hmm. I try. I try to use mine every day. Well, and also as women, because we are using tons of different products. Right. I mean, Mm -hmm. men do also. But for women, think about all the different products that you put on your body on a regular ass day and a regular day. Right. Like soap, deodorant, lotion, makeup, shampoo, conditioner, sunscreen, You know, if you're wearing nail polish, like that's just so many products before you even leave the house. And we all like to think that we know that they're fine for us or we know what the ingredient mix is or that, you know, the FDA wouldn't let us die. What we're concerned about and what we're all seeing, I think, as a culture is exactly what Alex just said, the accumulation over many years of all of these substances, because the FDA will allow small amounts. Like if your product has a small amount of formaldehyde, like that's not hurting nobody, right? That's fine. A small amount of like whatever doesn't show up in, you know, the different tests that they do on lab rats or what have you. But we don't know what the accumulation of all of these different products over, you know, hopefully 100 years I'm hoping for like maybe 120. I'm taking a lot of vitamin D, a lot of B complex, and it's going to be the future, future. Let's say 100 years. Over 100 years in America? 
that's a lot. That's a lot for your system to try to handle, to try to excrete, to try to keep you alive. And so, you know, that's really why we're talking about these things is, you know, what are the little steps that we can take to, you know, help keep us alive along the way since everything literally is trying to kill us. So Mm -hmm. why don't we talk about some of the environmental toxins and pollutants that we are sort of describing generally. So one is dioxin, which is found in both water and air as a result of breaking down of chlorine. And dioxins are known human carcinogens and endocrine disruptors. I didn't realize until recently that bleach is one of the worst things for the human planet because of dioxin. Mm -hmm. And seeing that, reading this, I should say, is kind of terrifying and shocking because bleach, like, I I mean, I just didn't think anything bad of it because you use it to disinfect things, right? Like, I got to clean the house. I need bleach. Like, anything, I guess, that I would think would clean something, like, how could that be harmful, right? Like, we're getting rid of the bacteria. So how could that be bad? When in reality, it's very, very bad. Not If not for us, then for the earth. And I think that that's kind of where we are as a culture is thinking not just like how is this for humans, but how does this affect the entire ecosystem? Because as it turns out, we can't just go to Mars. Ain't no fucking air on Mars. Sure. Ain't no room for us. It's just for the richy riches. For the rest of us, we got to learn how to fucking live without dioxins. So another environmental toxin or pollutant and endocrine disruptors come from wastewater and include compounds found from hormone replacement medicine, contraceptives, and personal care products. So they cannot be completely removed from wastewater and a percentage end up in tap water. Great. Scary. Um, Other examples include organic solvents, which are chemicals that include chlorinated and other solvents such as methylene chloride, trichloroethylene, and formaldehyde. Sources of exposure include indoor and outdoor air pollution, waste incineration, cleaning products, cosmetics. And if that isn't scary enough, let's jump ahead to heavy metals. Shapiro, you want to tell us about Mm. (laughs) how heavy metals are somehow ending up in our bodies? Yeah, it's really scary. And actually, I just want to touch on what you said about bleach. I really try not to clean with bleach regularly. I'm like, this is for like the bigger, more intense things. I'm like, I don't need to be cleaning with bleach when I'm just like cleaning my sink in my bathroom that looks clean. It just needs like a wipe down. Like once a week, right? You're once a week clean. I just feel like the second you use it and you breathe it in slightly, it doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel good. I usually will wear a mask if I'm cleaning with it Mm -hmm. and gloves. But like I just think of people who they use that all the time when they clean or maybe that's someone's job like they're a house cleaner or the combination of bleach and ammonia makes a toxic fume oh my god yeah it's really really bad i remember when my sister was when we were kids and my sister was like cleaning out like the litter box or something and she like mixed you know like windex and bleach Mm. and started choking and of course sharice was like (laughs) alex was on the phone at the time and i remember sharice picked up the phone and she was like she's gonna have to call you back (laughs) oh my god my sister to higher ground so she could breathe but like yeah like you know if any child who's just trying to do their chores can accidentally kill themselves honestly by mixing two products like why don't we learn that in school probably ain't that great for you (laughs) probably ain't that great for the earth for sure but anyway back to heavy metal toxicity so heavy metal toxicity is any metal that's dangerous to human health in small amounts. So heavy metal toxicity can arise from acute or prolonged exposure to certain substances that contain heavy metals. Aluminum, which is one we all know because it's often found in uh, traditional deodorants and antiperspirants. Aluminum is a trivalent element. It's the most abundant metal in the Earth's crust. So it's one of the elements which have no useful function in the human cell. It's not good. (laughs) Aluminum overload and impaired excretion leads to its deposition in the body tissues, such as like our bones, our kidneys, our liver, spleen, our heart, our brain, our muscles. It enters the body via the gastrointestinal uh, tract with food, with medicines, with water, um, and also transdermally from antiperspirants and deodorants. So a lot of times you'll see like cleanses that are geared towards like cleansing heavy metals from the body specifically. And I feel like that's something that sounds like hippie shit, but it's like, no, that makes sense. No, that's exactly what we talked about in our Minerals and Clays episode. If you haven't listened to it, let me remind you. This is episode 105, Hippie Shit Minerals and Clays, that we're talking about. And in it, you can really do a deep dive into like how 
clays actually do this, like how scientifically they exchange minerals, uh, the mineral exchange happens. Do you remember, Shapiro, we were talking about sorption and adsorption and absorption, and mm-hmm. it's very nerdy, but very, very cool. And so Super this is- Super duper cool. Yes. And so this is one of the reasons that clays will help to detoxify because they will actually exchange their uh, helpful minerals with the toxins in the environment. As we learned, when Chernobyl happens, they dumped a bunch of clay on top of it and buried it. And they're like, Clay, you do your thing. We trust in you. (laughs) Which I thought was so dope. Totally. Uh And so... um, This is a great transition into talking about how if you are actually switching from traditional deodorants into natural deodorants, they say that you should really detoxify your underarms first. Or if you just, I think this is something that you should just probably do like quarterly maybe, right? Because we're Mm -hmm. all, we just listed all of the ways that the earth is trying to kill us. So even if you are using natural deodorant, even if you do have the water filters and you're doing your best, there's a huge chance that you're eating fish with mercury, Or like, you know, something out there is somehow making its way into your body. So I did this the other day and I actually grabbed my detoxifying mask from PCA, but it's made with bentonite clay. And bentonite clay Mm -hmm. is a really detoxifying clay, which is really awesome. But you can listen to the hippie shit episode and we go through the different clays that are great. And you can kind of put together your own underarm detoxifying mask. But I did this the other day and I'm not going to lie, dude, she's smelling good. And I understand why. It's because like mm-hmm. that those toxins um, and that bacteria that cause body odor went down the drain with the, you know, the toxifying clay, which is awesome. Love this. So that's one thing to mention. The other thing is um, let's move on to other ways that deodorants and antiperspirants traditionally, we should say, can fuck with you. And that's uh, general allergens. So that's for all of my sensi bitches out there just like me. So allergic contact dermatitis is an immunological reaction that comes really from the results of sensitization from repeated exposure to an allergen. And so the chemicals that are likely to elicit allergic reactions are generally smaller compounds that you're routinely used to, which is what we were just saying, with a really small molecular weight meaning that they can penetrate into your skin or your mucous membranes. And it's really the compound effect of all of these allergens that are going to lead to uh, contact dermatitis. So it can either happen the first time, like anytime I use a type of metal that isn't a precious metal, I know immediately. For example, I have um, a watch that is stainless steel and gold-plated. And I never have any issues wearing this watch because I just said it's not stainless steel and gold-plated. But... During the summer, when I'm sweating a shit ton Mm, and my pores mm -hmm. are more open, I'll get the tiniest, most painful contact dermatitis in just one place. And I realize there must be some screw or something that's made of nickel or that's just not, you know, uh, stainless steel. And it just takes that one. I I still can't even find it. I just had to put a piece of like medical tape over like the clasp because I can't figure out where it is. But it's the one place that I keep breaking out on. Yeah, it's like once it's triggered, it just like keeps coming in that spot it's crazy it keeps coming anywhere but the other thing is there's sometimes our allergens or allergies I should say that come over time like you can be using the same product for 10 years and then just one day Mm -hmm. you wake up and you have a terrible allergic reaction it's fucking nuts yeah that happens this happens all the time with uh, specifically with like the adhesive that we use for either lash Mm. extensions or with lash lifts it's crazy you can be doing it for forever. It feels fine. Maybe like it feels a little bit itchy, but each time that you do it, it gets a little bit worse because it's the buildup over time until your body just can't fight it off anymore. Until your body, like your histamines just have to be triggered. But I bet if it just happened once and you walked away, you probably wouldn't ever know the difference, you know? So anyway, so these are the different types of ways that um, you can have an allergy to any of the products that we use like every day, you know? I think especially, again, for women, because we use so many products, there are so many ingredients in all of these products, and it's really the combination. It's because there's no specific formula that everybody uses, so it's any combination of ingredients could kind of set you off. And how are you, the layperson, supposed to know like which one ingredient it is that you know sets your histamines off going crazy? It's very frustrating, very difficult. So yet another reason why, if you are a sensi ho you're going to want to fucking listen to us when we come back and talk about some different products that you can use. 
that are incredible. <laughs> and I'm going to stop you from stinking for <laughs> sure. All right, we'll be right back. I know that this episode is about natural deodorants, but to be honest, I've had to give up on all natural deodorants ages ago. And it's really because I sweat a ton. <laughs> and really what where the BO from body odor comes from is from bacteria, the bacteria that uh, forms from our underarms. And so I need to find something that is aluminum-free, that's going to work really, really hard to kill all that bacteria and you know y'all i found it in lumi lumi is awesome because they know what i know and that's that bo body odor comes from bacteria all over the body so why do deodorants stop at your underarms i'm so excited to tell y'all about lumi it's an incredible product that was founded by an OBGYN, which i love Dr. Shannon Klingman. Dr. Klingman met thousands of women concerned with odor below the belt, and through clinical testing, she discovered that it wasn't the vagina to blame, but the bacteria on the skin. Duh, we know this. We just talked about it, right? <laughs> so she created Lumi, a pH-optimized, aluminum-free deodorant that actually works, and it works everywhere, with over 150,000 five-star reviews to prove it. Y'all, it doesn't get much better than that. I just told you, what do I need? Aluminum-free. What else do I need? Something to kill the bacteria. That is what Lumi did for me. I love these products. They sent me everything. <laughs> so They were so, so kind. They sent me the deodorant. They sent me the awesome acidified body wash they sent me their deodorant wipes which i'm obsessed with especially because i'm doing in-home appointments this summer which means that i'm running all over the city which means your girl is sweating so i've been using these to just freshen up in between appointments and it's been really really lovely by the end of the day i don't feel like a monster anymore i feel like a really clean beauty queen a clean beauty queen. I love that, which is exactly what I am. My homegirl and I went to Brooklyn Pride last weekend and we brought out all of our Lumi products to really give it a go so that we could give you firsthand experience for this ad. And let me tell you, we loved it. Like I said, I used the deodorant wipes that day. I had to try them first on the day off before I brought them into the clients, right? Because I can't be stinking being over, <laughs> hanging over clients all day. So I tried them first at Brooklyn Pride. They worked incredibly. It was so hot. The sun was shining. We were drinking margaritas all day. We were singing with the drag queens. We had such a great time and we smelled incredible doing it. So y'all, if you want to get your hands on these products, and trust me, you do because they're dope, you've got to try out Lumi. And guess what? Because Lumi loves me, they love you, and they gave you guys a special code. Control body odor anywhere with Lumi deodorant and get $5 off your starter pack, which is over 40% off with promo code TRUEBEAUTY at lumideodorant.com slash TRUEBEAUTY. That's lumideodorant.com slash TRUEBEAUTY to get $5 off your starter pack, which is equal to over 40% off. You don't get much better than that, guys. Summertime is here. Y'all are stinky, y'all are sweaty, y'all want to go aluminum free just like me, you definitely need to try out Lumi and tell them you heard about them from True Beauty. Okay guys, so firstly, I want to mention that along with being allergic to aluminum, and whatever other allergens are in traditional antiperspirants and deodorants, lucky me, the Scentsy Ho, I'm also allergic to baking soda. So, <laughs> I'm like the gal that you need to talk to when it comes to figuring out your way around the natural deodorant aisle, at least if you're like very, very sensitive. So, baking soda is usually the number one ingredient for all natural deodorants. So, if you are just starting your journey and you're kind of looking for like, where do I start? And you're not allergic to baking soda, finding something that tends to like tout that they have baking soda as their main ingredient is a really great place to start. And I say that because I feel like it's a lot to expect you to go from using whatever is off of the shelves to reading every ingredient on the list and knowing what they are, knowing what's a toxin, knowing what isn't. So instead, I think that our job is kind of just to give you like a roadmap of some different keywords that you should be looking out for. Maybe not Arm & Hammer, even though they are baking soda. Who knows what else they put in there besides just baking soda. Arm & Hammer is yeah. owned by like P&G, and P&G don't love us the way that uh, yeah. these other brands that we're about to tell you about love us. So with discretion, <laughs> look out for some of these like keywords such as baking soda or... Um, 
arrowroot powder or uh, anything else that I'm about to tell you guys about. So um, here are my winners and losers for 2022 best. I should also say I'm going to say clean deodorants. And I say clean because y'all know me. I used to be on the commune. I'm now off. I'm not quite a hippie, but I don't want to die. I'm a bougie bitch. <laughs> also, I work on I work over people. Like literally, I'm folded over people all day, mm-hmm. charging them a very high premium to be around me. And I don't want them to be like, well, I just paid two hundred dollars to smell onions for an hour and a half. <laughs> so gross. Vidalia. <laughs> you know? So, with that said, here are my winners and losers for 2022. First place. Y'all to tie. <laughs> I'm so excited. It's a tie between two deodorants that are both AHA gel deodorants. First of all, I've never seen an AHA gel deodorant. Have you, Shapiro? I've heard about them. All right. Well, a bitch has never heard about it either. And you know that I'm very excited about innovation. I'm very excited about uh, science, chemistry. You know, y'all know I love lactic acid. So when I saw these two pop up like time and time again, when I did my little interweb search, I was very, very excited. And I bought the both of the two brands that kept coming up as the top two. So that's why also it's a tie because your girl used both of them. I think that they're both fantastic. So in no particular order, the tie for first place goes to Necessary, the deodorant gel. I got the fragrance-free one because y'all know I'm not hip to fragrance and also Kosa Sport Chemistry. So the necessary product, the necessary deodorant gel is $16. And from the website, they say this clean dermatologist tested product is equal parts skincare and deodorant. The roll-on formula contains 5% alpha hydroxy acids to maintain texture and pigmentation and balance the skin's pH. This deodorant is clean As I said before, it's dermatologist tested. It's 5% alpha hydroxy acids, which I love because it minimizes texture as well as pigmentation. And it also balances your skin's pH, which y'all know we're always talking about. Like this is what we're doing when we put on all these products. Even when we use a, a cleanser or a soap, we're changing our skin's pH. So I love that this helps to balance your skin's pH, which also helps to prevent odor. So it's gentle enough for sensitive skin. That's me. Y'all know. And um, because it's a liquid, it soothes um, irritation and redness. So I can use it like right after I wax my underarms or like if you shave right after Mm. you shave. Um, And what else do I love about this product? Oh, it turns out it's already won a bunch of awards (laughs) because... It's not just me that discovered this. So this product already won the 2022 Health Award. It won the 2022 Women's Health Award. And it won the 2022 CEW UK Best Prestige Brand. So love it. And the ingredients, um, I'm going to list the full list of ingredients in the show notes. But some of the ingredients that work are silica, kaolin, and zinc. And so these keep the skin dry without staining your clothes. The AHAs reduce bumps and discoloration, like I just said. But it also has niacinamide, which supports barrier function and Mm. also helps to improve texture. You know what it doesn't have? Ain't got no aluminum, ain't got no baking soda, ain't got no parabens, ain't got no synthetic fragrances. It's vegan. Y'all, I love this product. But I don't want to get too crazy because I also love the Kosa Sport. (laughs) But I just think like if you are somebody who wants an all natural or at least if you want a clean deodorant and you're worried about baking soda or you're worried about aluminum or you're worried about uh, stinking... (laughs) And when I say stinking, maybe like you have underarm hair, maybe you just like are super active and maybe you are an athlete. Or maybe you're just like me who fucking runs around the city all day. And so it's constantly sweating. I realized this the other day. I was like, it's not even hot out. Why is everything on me wet? It's because I don't know how to walk at a normal pace. I'm constantly <laughs> running from place to place. So if this is you, you got to grab this guy. It's awesome. You can get it fucking anywhere. I'll tell you where you can get it in a second. The other... Uh, AHA deodorant that I'm obsessed with is Kosa Sport Chemistry. And so this one has also won some awards. Um, They won Into the Gloss Top 25 Products of 2021. And from their website, this is a clean, stain-free serum deodorant. Of course, it's a unique blend of AHAs, um, which helps to fight BO. It soothes skin, visibly brightens, helps with ingrown hairs, no aluminum, no baking soda. They unfortunately use the word pit. I'm not going to. 
but <laughs> some of their um, ingredients include mandelic acid, lactic acid, pure aloe, hyaluronic acid, and a highly bioactive peptide. Again, I'm going to put all of the ingredients in the show notes, but both of these products have ingredients that you can pronounce. It's a fairly small ingredient list, and they're fucking awesome products, dudes. And you know that I, I just love innovative products, and I've been waiting for like a really innovative clean deodorant. And this is it. Like, If you're a person of color, here's the other thing. Before I started waxing my underarms, when I was just shaving, as a person of color, like your underarms can look very dark, like almost like a purple. And I remember this girl once said, like, my underarms look dirty. I hate that. And like that broke my heart because I was like, girl... You're not like you're not dirt. Like, don't say that. You know, it's just, again, another bad word used to describe our bodies, which I'm not here for. And the thing with waxing is when you wax anything, you're exfoliating your skin as well as removing the hair. And so waxing visibly brightens and it doesn't really give like that kind of darker look. But if you can't afford to wax, not all of us can. And you still have kind of like that. Even though, even though I do wax, I still have this darker look. The reason I'm saying this is because the lactic acid, the AHAs, the mandelic acid, all of that combination is so genius because it's going to help to brighten your skin. So it's a problem solver without you having to take any extra steps. You're already going to wear deodorant. Now you don't have to worry about, oh, also, it's going to exfoliate your skin. So regardless of when, like how you're removing your hair, you still need to exfoliate. We always talk about this so that you don't get ingrowns. So the fact that it has you know, all these incredible acids, it's doing that step for you. Y'all, can you tell that I'm obsessed? I'm obsessed. I, I love these deodorants. Okay, before I give the floor to Shapiro, I got one more. I got one more, and it's fucking awesome, which... I came into this having two shit dump natural deodorants that I just had to buy because one of the ones that I used to use got discontinued. The other one that I was using was fine. It was working, but I just thought like there's probably something else out there. Like this is doing an okay job, but it's not doing like a great, great job. And so I'm very excited to have come across three that I'm fucking obsessed with and literally use like all together or I'll alternate. So the third that comes in second place, not even third place. It comes in second place only by a little bit. And that's only because I'm obsessed with the reformulation of the other two. Corpus natural deodorant. First of all, this shit smells incredible. Y'all know I don't like fragrance. The other two I got fragrance free. But this company sort of like prides themselves on their fragrance and of being like a luxury all natural deodorant and of taking everything about the natural deodorant experience to the next level. So the packaging is gorgeous and very luxe. The even the feel of the deodorant, like I've never felt anything like it. It's almost like a solid gel, but it's just super smooth. It glides on really nice. Um, even the top like has this little dome in it so that you can't, you know, like traditional deodorants, you can somehow accidentally push it all the way up. And then like you, I imagine this when I was in high school, I would like open up my gym bag and it was like open and the crumblies were everywhere because you accidentally pushed it up <laughs> too high and like pushed up the top. Did this ever happen to you? Uh, yes. yes. The crumblies. The crumblies. So this has like this little dome piece so that you can't actually like seal the top without pulling it down a little bit. Like it's just smart. It's just, I love well-designed objects and this is very, very well-designed in every sense of the way. So, and it works. I like that. And it works. Oh, and I smell rich. And you know I love when I smell rich. <laughs> so I'm going to read right from their site because I just think. And like, you know. Whenever I love something, it's, I say I smell rich. Whether it's Orbe, my hair. Whether it's Le Labo. Whether it's my clothes. Look, maybe it's uh, this is childhood trauma. <laughs> and to me, no, it's America. It's capitalism. We think that rich is the best. So if I smell rich, girl is the best. Okay, so from their website, Corpus Natural Deodorant is an effective and elevated all-natural deodorant that looks incredibly chic on the shelf. Housed in an aesthetic mint green case, Corpus Deodorant provides that natural, healthier protection can be high performance with luxury design and sophisticated scent profiles. The water-based formula is derived from vegan ingredients, including natural enzymes and extracts without the use of any synthetics or harmful chemicals. The deodorant sticks solid smooth texture applies flawlessly resulting in no messy crumbles crumblies <laughs> no messy crumbles residue or staining on clothes only long lasting everyday support so I already told you guys somebody clearly thought about this clearly took the time to design this from conception to packaging and I'm here for it so they've got three different scents uh, maybe four actually uh, one is third rose which I'm obsessed with you're welcome also. I wasn't going to tell you so that nobody smelled like me, but I love y'all beauty baddies and I need to let you know. <laughs> I got nobody third rose. Like me. 
I don't like to tell people about my scents. Um, but the fragrance notes are rose, Italian mandarin, violet, and cedar root. And they also have... Oh, I didn't write the other scents. I was like, they can go and look it up. <laughs> They've got some other scents. You guys can look it up if you would like to know more about that. My runner-up is my homie's favorite. And just because I am a sweaty bitch, and so I really can't um, speak to this as like a normal human. <laughs> I can only speak to this as somebody who needs extra, extra protection. Um, is North Coast Organics Revolver. Our producer swears by it, but it ain't for me. <laughs> <laughs> all right so that's enough from me shapiro tell us all of your favorite natural deodorants okay well my list is short because like i said i've been using the same one for years but um i'll tell you a little bit about it so when i first started using it i'm pretty sure there was only one scent which is lavender vanilla and that's still the one that i use mm. but it has a uh, cornstarch rather mm. than baking soda which is nice it has beta glucan which breaks down sweat molecules and prevents odor. And it's really nourishing and like calming. And it has lavender oil, which we know is antibacterial and antiseptic. And it has Madagascar vanilla beans, which are really calming and soothing to the skin. So I imagine that it would be suitable for sensitive skin. I've never had any reaction to anything under my arms, so I can't really say, but I love this deodorant. What I will say is, the very bottom of the ingredient list, it says botanical fragrance blend. And I'm not sure what that means. I don't know if those are artificial fragrances. I don't think so. If it says botanical, that's the only thing I've ever questioned, but I don't think that it's anything harmful. I just wonder if it could be irritating to someone if they have really sensitive skin. But that's a good point. If you have sensitive skin, even essential oils can really irritate your skin. So totally that's a good shout out Shapiro. Totally. But I love that it is round. I like round deodorants rather than like the regular stick. I just feel like it's easier for me to apply into the pit of my arm. <laughs> and I love the lavender vanilla scent. I think it smells really good. And that's the one that I've used forever. I've never gotten sick of it. My body hasn't like, quote unquote, gotten used to it. Um, I hope they never discontinue it. I'd be really, really sad. But then more recently, I'll sometimes switch off with this brand. It's so annoying. It's very geared towards men. It's called Dr. Squatch, <laughs> as in like Sasquatch. <laughs> and literally like their logo is Sasquatch smoking a cigar pipe oh in a robe. God. Or maybe not a robe. Maybe it's like a, like a suit. I don't know. It's so stupid. But anyway, Kyle bought it. First of all, the scent that he bought, which is Birchwood Breeze, smells amazing. I immediately started using it and he was getting so annoyed. He's like, I don't like the idea of us both smelling the same. I told you scents. Nobody wants to smell like anybody else. Yeah. So then he got me my own scent and it smells like shit. It's called <laughs> Bay Rum and it smells like bubble gum. So I haven't really been using it, but... I have another scent that I ordered recently that I will report back on. But anyway, Birchwood Breeze is really nice. Uh, the main ingredients are charcoal, arrowroot, and also probiotics. Mm. And so the probiotics apparently combat bad odor because it balances um, your the natural microbiome of your underarm. The biome is like the new everything. Everybody's talking about your different biomes and how mm -hmm. important they are. So there's that. And then arrowroot powder to absorb sweat and odor. And then the charcoal powder. It actually cleanses away microparticles like dirt, dust, toxins. And it's a natural deodorizer. Charcoal is super detoxifying. Yeah. So I really like it. Birchwood Breeze smells so good. So does pine tar. That one smells good. They're very masculine smelling scents, but I like scents like that. So I usually am like attracted to, you know, manly scents. It's because you're sweet enough. That's so stupid. Oh my Sorry. God, grandma. That is Sorry. something a fucking grandma from I the know, South would I, I say. I knew that it was. I knew that it was when I said it. I told you I've only, I don't have great jokes today. <laughs> that note, it's pretty funny actually. Um, But I will say like, for, for example, yesterday, Kyle put on his deodorant in the morning and when we met up last night, I hugged him and I'm like, mm, your armpits smell so good. Mm. So that shit works. And Kyle is stinky sweat. He's a stinky sweaty man. This was the first deodorant that like really, really helped him. That's His natural. armpits, Shapiro. So, you're breaking the rules already. Yeah, he's a dude. It's fucking armpit. They, they invented <laughs> the word. <laughs> but yeah, those are my two faves. And they're both really decently priced. And they're both $12. So... 
and they last a good amount of time. I would say the La Vanilla lasts longer for sure. Mm. So good bang for your buck. I love it. Um, I forgot to mention the Save Your Coins mm. list. Do you have a Save Your Coins list? AKA, this shit don't work. This shit don't work. Save your coins. For me, Toms of Maine just does not work at all. Mm. And I saw you had it on your list, but also a cure does not work. It doesn't work for, work for me you either? No, I've tried it. I'll try things just because I don't know. Like I've been using the same deodorant forever. It's like exciting if I'm at Whole Foods or something to have a new one. Now. <laughs> yeah. But those didn't work for me personally. And I like I just was really smelly. I almost felt like Tom's of Maine made me smell more. I don't know if I was imagining. I think the that. same with the cure. I think the same sorry to cut you off. I'm getting excited. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so my the two on my Save Your Coins list is the Acure Charcoal Magnesium Deodorant and Schmidt's Charcoal and Magnesium. I know it's both the same, but it's because I know these two ingredients uh, should do their job if, uh, you know, used correctly, formulated correctly. Both of these, Shapiro, I would agree. I feel like I, I smelled more, which is actually what led me to start this entire natural deodorant episode. It inspired me to do the Googling and find these two lactic acid ones because I smelled so bad. I, that's how bad I smelled that I was like, I need three new deodorants. This is awful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to wear them all at the same time. So to hear you say that, like, it made you smell worse. I'm like, OK, so it's not just me. Yeah, it's not just I think me. it's a thing. I swear. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I really love both of these deodorants and I'm pretty hard to please. And I'm also not someone maybe I'm not as sweaty as stinky and stinky as you. But I I'm an active person. Like I live in the city. I'm running around a lot. I work out often and I feel like. I've definitely put these two to the test and they're tried and true for me. Well, thanks for letting me wear the crown for stinkiest, sweatiest on the podcast. Appreciate being Yeah, don't worry. I won't take that from you. Thank you, girl. That's a true friend. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do have to say, I've never really loved, like, loved a deodorant. I found deodorants that were fine. They did the job. I didn't stink. But when I started to use the alpha hydroxy acid deodorants, either the COSA or the uh, Necessary, I, I loved them because they did the job of, you know, killing the bacteria because none of the deodorants that I use are antiperspirants. And you know a bitch sweats. I already told you. So when I'm looking for products, I'm trying to find a product that's going to minimize the uh, bacteria so I don't turn into Sasquatch. So with that being said, you also know that I don't like fragrance. <laughs> I, I stay away because whenever I try a fragrance, it just, it ain't for me. The Corpus... They wouldn't let you get away with that. They're like, bitch, we're a fragrance company that also makes excellent natural deodorants, so make a choice. So I was so pleasantly surprised to enjoy the Corpus once it really started to blend with my body chemistry that I started to layer it with the other two deodorants that I use each day. Because honestly, the Corpus alone is not enough for me. But I already told y'all that I'm a Sasquatch. She sweats a lot. So for me, like my biggest concern is stopping the bacteria from starting. And so the AHAs are awesome for that. And then I'll also layer the Corpus on top just so, like, wow. so I have this beautiful scent. And then like that with the with my Lalabo girl with the Oribe. Ooh, ooh. Feeling good, looking good, smelling good. I love it. I absolutely love it. So I don't know. All of these are really great products. I honestly was considering. <laughs> I was considering buying the like the other three uh, scents for the Corpus because I was like, if this smells so good, how can I smell even better? Can I end up being my goal, which is to get a snapback like uh, Christian, my my secret crush Christian with the <laughs> Santel Thirty Three. <laughs> this is my goal in life. Have a stranger snap back. Because a bitch smelled so good when she walked past them. Corpus might be it for me. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I didn't end up buying it because I literally bought $50 in deodorants the week before. But you, you're welcome. And so now I wear all three every day. Every Beautiful. day. Beautiful. <laughs> I love them. And she'll never smell again. Here's hoping. Um. So with that being said... You want to wrap up this episode? I think that that's it. Well, Alex, what are some sure. takeaways that you have? What, what do we need the beauty baddies to walk away knowing from this episode? That maybe try an AHA natural deodorant. Fuck yeah. Because I know I want to now. We're here for it. I think with deodorants, whether they're natural or not, it's all trial and error. So you just got to try a couple and see what sticks, I guess. That's a very, very good point. I hope this episode at least narrows it down for you. Or it makes you less afraid to try just to know like there are ones that work and you're going to have to give a, a couple goes maybe. Maybe try some detoxification for your underarms. 
you learned that you're never going to say a pit again. Not even going to use the first part of that. You're never going to pluck again. You're never going to have an armpit. You can't say armpit without dropping the R so that you've got like a, you know, nice Brooklyn accent. And um, you're going to try a natural deodorant. I'm excited for you. This is going to be a great week. Okay, so in the next couple of weeks, we have really incredible episodes coming up. I was going to talk about this at the top of the episode, but it's a very emotional topic for me, and I didn't want to start such a fun episode crying. So (laughs) Um, we have some incredible women who are Iranian-American, and they're going to come onto the show and speak with us about what's happening in Iran right now with the Iranian women's rights movement and the terrible atrocities that are happening to you know, women who look just like us and who want the same things as us. And we are here for women of from anywhere, from anywhere. And so this is a really important conversation because I know that a lot of people have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about right now. And, you know, we're a multicultural podcast. And I tell you all the time, I don't have time in my heart for all of the atrocities of the world. So I focus on women. I focus on people of color. And right now, women of color, they need our they need our help. They need our help to amplify their voices so that we can all help to lead this revolution. So I'm very, very excited for the next couple of episodes that we're going to be doing. Me too. So come back for sure. For sure. I'm really excited. And I think we're all going to learn a ton. A shit ton. A shit ton, honestly. So that is all for our episode today. We look forward to seeing you next time. You can DM or email us your listener letters and beauty baddie moments of the week on Instagram at True Beauty Brooklyn Podcast or True Beauty Brooklyn Podcast at gmail.com. You can follow our personal Instagram accounts if you'd like. I'm at Alex Lindley. I'm at the Brown Elizabeth Taylor. And you can make an in-person or virtual appointment at truebeautybrooklyn.com to hang with me, Elizabeth. And you can make an in-person appointment with Alex at CheekyBrooklyn.com. And that's it. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. The True Beauty Brooklyn podcast is produced by BetaWave and Elizabeth Taylor and is mixed by BetaWave. Follow us on Instagram at TrueBeautyBrooklynPodcast. And if you'd like to further support the show, consider leaving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.